Well, good morning to you. It is Thursday, May 18th, 2023. Thursday, May 18th, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, real quick, just throw this out there. DeSantis plans to file next week to begin his campaign against Trump. I, everybody's been watching the polls and seeing that he's way down. He's way down because he hasn't announced he's running yet. Right? Trump was the only one running. running. That's why he was so high in the polls. Anyway, uh, so we'll hear about that next week. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast and also right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Have I not told you that? I just want to make sure you know. Uh, if you can, uh, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. And you can tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on the Twitter. Uh, let's get to it. Got a lot to do. Uh, I mean, it's not so bad today. I mean, we might be able to do it under 30 minutes. I, I usually say that when we go 36, but let's see. Uh, according to Japanese media, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky uh, may travel to Japan for the G7 summit in Hiroshima. Uh, Biden has already met with uh, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and plans to meet with other G- G7 leaders today. Uh, Ukrainian official Ior Z- uh, Zakova told the Japanese news agency uh, Kyoto that Zelensky would carefully monitor the situation on the battlefield and then make a final decision. In response to Finland, uh, that story that, that we talked about, I believe it was yesterday, Moscow has said a decision to freeze bank accounts of Finnish embassies and consulates in Russia was a response to what it called the unfriendly acts of the collective West. Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky Peskov said, this is not an initiative from uh, the Russian side. We are reacting to the situation created by the authorities of several countries of the collective West, including, to our regret, Finland. Boy, they must be desperate for money in Russia. Uh, Moldova's president says Moldova wants EU membership as soon as possible as a protection against a threat from Russia and hopes for a decision to start negotiations in the next months. Maya Sandu told the agency France Press News Agency, the agents... France Press News Agency. Of course, nothing compares to what is happening in Ukraine, but we see the risks and we do believe that we can save our democracy only as part of the EU. Ukraine's Defense Council Secretary Alexei Danilov has called Moscow's latest attacks on Kyiv senseless actions that he claims uh, claimed were being committed to raise patriotic hysteria in Russia. He posted on Twitter, Kiev remains Putin's maniacal and unattainable goal. Uh, Symbolic places of Kiev are the target of Russian missile attacks. The Kremlin needs those senseless and super expensive attacks for Russia on the capital to raise the degree of patriotic hysteria inside the country. Uh, In Russia, a process of despair and disappointment with the authorities is developing against the background of the unsuccessful offensive and failures at the front. Of course, the Kremlin has been outright lying to its people about Russia's successes uh, when there are way more losses. (laughs) 
Uh, Crimea's Russian-installed leader said yesterday a freight train carrying grain has derailed in the Russian-annexed Crimea. As a result, mm, mm, as a result, uh, rail traffic was suspended between uh, Simferopol, uh, uh, capital of Crimean Peninsula, and the city of Sevastopol, uh, which is where um, Sevastopol, Sevastopol, isn't that the uh, the airbase there? Um, the derailment, uh, Crimean Railway said in a statement, the derailment was caused by interference by outsiders. In a statement posted on Telegram, Sergei uh, Aksinov, Aksinov said no one was injured in the incident. <clears throat> Ukraine's Air Defense Forces has shot down 29 of 30 Russian cruise missiles fired overnight in an attack that targeted Odessa, uh, the capital of uh, the capital Kiev and other regions. The military said the Russian occupiers launched several waves of missile attacks from different directions. A total of 30 sea, air and land-based cruise missiles were launched, adding that Ukraine air defense systems had destroyed 29 cruise missiles. Contrary to that, the Russian defense ministry said all targets have been destroyed. If he means those missiles were targets, yeah, I think he's right. <laughs> he said all assigned targets had been destroyed. Moreover, the ministry added that uh, its forces hit a significant stock of weapons and ammunition of the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian armed forces. I, I do believe they hit one, a couple days ago, they did hit one stash of uh, weapons for Ukraine. Wagner boss Yevgeny Prigozhin says... While his forces inside Bakhmut are still advancing, Russian troops have abandoned flanks on the north and south of the city. Prigozhin said in his latest voice message on Telegram, Unfortunately, units of the Russian Defense Ministry have withdrawn up to 570 meters, uh, uh, which is, uh, what is that, a quarter, quarter mile? Oh, half mile. 1,880 feet to the north of uh, Bakhmut, exposing our flanks. Uh, I am appealing to the top leadership of the uh, Ministry of Defense publicly because my letters are not being read. Please do not give up the flanks. Ukraine soldiers near the front line said Russian troops are hitting supply lines in Bakhmut to try to halt Ukraine's advances. A unit commander said now, uh, for the most part, as we have started in advance, the Russians are shelling all the routes to the front positions so our armored vehicles can't deliver more infantry, ammunition, and other things. So I don't know what to believe. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the world. Ecuadorian lawmakers were expected to vote to remove right-wing president Guillermo, uh, Guillermo Lasso from office in a few days. So how does a president protect against this? Lasso, dissolve the country's uh, National Assembly, uh, a move progressive critics called a bid to avoid impeachment. For the first time ever, Lasso invoked Article 148 of the Ecuadorian Constitution, which gave presidents the power to dissolve the legislature under certain circumstances, including legislative overreach and a severe political crisis and domestic unrest. Seriously, why is that even in the Constitution? I mean, come on. Uh, the move will allow Alasso to rule by decree for six months. It came a day after the president defended himself in an impeachment trial for allegedly turning a blind eye towards embezzlement. He was not able to defend himself, 
so instead has staged a political coup. Uh, in January, Ecuadorian journalists denounced members of Lasso's inner circle for allegedly mismanaging public companies and maintaining ties to Albanian mafia groups that have come to dominate Ecuador's cocaine trafficking routes. After the journalists published leaked audio clips corroborating aspects of their story, one top government appo uh, appointee, uh, Hernan Luque, became a fugitive from justice. Another businessman allegedly connected to the ring, Ruben Cherez, was found murdered. In March, a majority of Ecuador's National Assembly asked to start impeachment proceedings. Lasso immediately started using his power that he just gained uh, uh, for populist uh, reasons, I guess. He said during his address to uh, the public, starting today, the national government will issue a decree that will comply with the mandate that you gave me. I have signed a first decree to reduce taxes on families. It will be sent to the Constitutional Court for its review. Uh, the president promised that public services will operate normally uh, and that the armed forces and the police continue to guarantee security. Uh, Nelson uh, Proano, head of the Ecuadorian Military Joint Command, addressed the nation yesterday in which he endorsed Lasso's invocation of Article 148. Uh, Proano said, uh, said, I wish to remind Ecuadorians that armed forces and the national police are obedient and non-deliberative institutions and we fulfill our mission strictly abiding by the Constitution. So that's going on there. Um, Ecuador, great place to hide your money. And to hide, for that matter. Uh, Biden has vetoed a bill that would uh, protect U.S. solar manufacturers with taxes on Chinese solar panels. Uh, what's going on here, you ask? The U.S. is in no way, it, has no, it doesn't have the ability uh, to get us off oil by making enough uh, solar panels. Biden would normally want to protect U.S. companies, but he knows the U.S. struggles with demand. Republicans don't want to protect Americans' jobs. That's not what it's about. They want to slow down solar evolution to protect their big oil buddies. That's what's going on here. I, it's, it's really tough. I mean, we need the manufacturing up. Uh, we need to, uh, uh, to, 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 the government needs to help manufacturers uh, get up and running at a, a larger rate, but, but that's going to take a while, unfortunately. So, there's no way Republicans would block a vote on expelling George Santos from the House, would they? <laughs> I mean, that could only happen if Republicans had, it, had no moral... Uh, uh, them blocking it would could only happen if they had no moral compass, right? That's right. Republicans in the House of Representatives declined to expel GOP Congressman George Santos of New York, a serial liar who has been indicted on 13 federal charges. Uh, introduced Tuesday, the resolution cites a clause in the U.S. Constitution that states the House and the Senate can determine how their members are disciplined, including by expulsion with a two-thirds majority. Yesterday's 221 to 204 vote was along party lines, though the ethics panel, uh, five Democrats, uh, Susan Wilde, Glenn Ivey, Veronica Escobar, Deborah Ross, and Mark uh, DeSalner, uh, plus Democratic Representative Chrissy uh, Houlihan of Pennsylvania and Maria uh, Gus Gus Gusenkamp Perez in Washington, 
abstained from the vote. That's why it was only uh, 204. Uh, Republicans instead referred the expulsion resolution led by Democratic Representatives Robert Garcia, uh, Becca uh, uh, Balint, and Eric Sorensen uh, to the House Committee on Ethics. Uh, Garcia tweeted, George Santos is a fraud and uh, Kevin McCarthy's efforts to protect him with this vote will fail. We will continue to hold him and those who protect him accountable for his fraud and lies. The House Republicans are now officially the Save Santos Caucus. That's what he said. (laughs) What do we always say here? There are bigger hits in politics. Uh, In that news tightening around that bright orange neck, the National Archives has informed Trump that it is set to hand over special counsel Jack Smith 16 records that show Trump and his top advisors had knowledge of the correct declassification process while he was president, while Trump was president, which means his claim that he can declassify documents with a thought are probably incorrect technically and in what he actually knew at the time. In a May 16th letter, acting archivist Deborah Steidel Wall wrote, the 16 records in question all reflect communications involving close presidential advisors, some of them directly to you personally, uh, to Trump. This is a letter to Trump. Directed to you personally concerning whether, why, and how you should declassify certain classified records. The 16 presidential records, which were subpoenaed uh, earlier this year, may prove critical evidence establishing the former president's awareness of the declassification process, a key part of the criminal investigation into mishandling of classified documents. The records may also provide insight into Trump's intent and whether he willfully disregarded what he knew to be clearly established protocols. According to the letter, Trump tried to block the special counsel from accessing the 16 records by asserting a claim of constitutionally based privilege, which he has lost several times in court. But in the letter, Wall rejected the claim, stating that the special counsel's office has uh, represented that it is prepared to demonstrate with specificity I don't know why I'm having trouble with that word this morning, Uh, to a court, why it is likely that the 16 records contain evidence that would be important to the grand jury's investigation. Trump will, of course, challenge this in court where he will be severely spanked, as he usually is. A bit of a shock. The Supreme Court refused yesterday to temporarily block a, uh, the state and local laws in Illinois banning the sale of assault weapons while pro-gun groups appeal them in lower courts. Uh, the 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals has taken up the case and is scheduled to hear arraign, uh, arguments on uh, June 29th. Uh, 29th. Uh, this does not mean the laws will stand. The, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, banning of assault, uh, assault weapons. It doesn't mean it'll stand. It just means they will still be challenged in court and it still could end up at the Supreme Court once it goes through the lower courts. So let me ask, were you trying to add more to your 401k but couldn't because of limits? What if you're a billionaire? Do you also have those limits 
of tax-free investment? A new report out today by the Institute for Policy Studies is, is called A Tale of Two Retirements, which I suppose is a takeoff of the tale of two cities, so we know what it's all about. The report says that while ordinary employees with access to 401k plans face strict limits on the amount they can set aside tax-free for their golden years, highly paid executives of major corporations have unlimited tax-deferred compensation accounts, known as top hat plans. The section of the U.S. tax code related to employer-provided tax-deferred retirement accounts impose one set of strict rules on ordinary workers and another set of far more flexible rules for corporate top brass. Employees with 401k plans face hard caps on the uh, the amounts they can set aside in these accounts every year. By contrast, Section 409A of the tax code allows top corporate executives to place unlimited amounts in special non-qualified tax-deferred compensation accounts. Those funds for billionaires are only taxed if withdrawn, but they can squirrel away as much as they want. And I always thought it was odd that ordinary people were limited in what they could squirrel away. I mean, don't you find that odd? Shouldn't they be able to put away anything they want? The executive with the largest top hat account among S&P 500 company heads is Paul Saville, CEO of home builder giant NVR Incorporated. At the end of 2022, Saville held $488 million in a deferred compensation account, which could yield $3 million a month in retirement checks for the rest of his life. How long? You, may, you, you must be asking yourself this. How long would you have to work to squirrel away that much money in a standard 401k yearly if you hit your limit every year? How, how long do you think you would have to work? Nearly 24,000 years. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Sarah Anderson, Global economy director at IPS and a co-author of their new report said that there's no rational argument for allowing wealthy executives to shelter unlimited amounts of compensation from taxes while ordinary workers have strict limits on their annual 401k contributions. And she's right. This is another way to punish the poor and the middle class for being poor and middle class. For workers under the age of 50, the, uh, over the age of 50, they, they allow you to put away a little bit more uh, because you're, you're uh, trying to catch up. They call it a catch-up accounts or something. I don't know. Uh, for workers under the age of 50, the annual 401k contribu- contribution limit was $20,500 in 2022 and is now $22,500 in 2023. The report adds that while companies often match a portion of employee 401k contributions, That benefit is meaningless for the many low-wage workers who can't afford to set aside any of their wages. Scott Klinger, report co-author and senior equitable development specialist at Jobs with Justice, said, 
Rather than giving corporate CEOs unfair special retirement tax benefits not available to those they employ, Congress should eliminate the cap on payroll taxes paid by corporate executives so that Social Security benefits can be strengthened, especially for the 40% of American workers for whom Social Security is their sole retirement income, which has which this has been attempted several times by progressives, uh, which all Republicans and some Democrats have blocked, also blocked several times, numerous times, right? Moving on. Uh, Montana's governor, Greg Gianforte, uh, Gianforte, signed a bill yesterday banning TikTok in the state. Uh, Gianforte tweeted, to protect Montanans' personal and private data from the Chinese Communist Party, I have banned TikTok in Montana. It is now the first state to do so. Uh, the bill, uh, which will take effect January, uh, specifically names TikTok as its target, prohibiting the app from operating within state lines. The law also outlines potential fines of $10,000 per day for violators, including app stores found to host the social media application. Last month, lawmakers in Montana's House of Representatives voted 54 to 43 to pass the bill, known as SB 419, sending it to the governor's desk. In a statement, TikTok said Governor Gianforte has signed a bill that infringes on the First Amendment rights of the people of Montana by unlawfully banning TikTok, a platform that empowers hundreds of thousands of people across the state. We want to reassure Montanans that they can continue using TikTok to express themselves, earn a living, and find community as we continue working to defend the rights of our users inside and outside of Montana. The ACLU also pushed back on the bill, uh, releasing a statement saying that with this ban, Governor Gianforti and the Montana legislature have trampled on the free speech of hundreds of thousands of Montanans who use the app to express themselves, gather information, and run their small business in the name of anti-Chinese sentiment. Yesterday, Gianforte also signed a separate executive order that prohibits the use of any social media application tied to foreign adversaries on government devices, including ByteDance-owned CapCut and Lemon8 and Telegram Messenger, which was founded in Russia. Uh, this, of course, is going to be challenged, and it will probably be struck down. But who knows what could happen federally? Anyway, wow, wow, really short, isn't that something? Uh, under under twenty five, way under twenty five minutes. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, did you have you guys had a good week so far? Tomorrow's Friday. For some of you, that's a good thing. For most of you, it's the beginning of your work week. Uh, but, uh, you know, I hope, I, I hope you have some great plans for the weekend starting tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is Friday. Uh, anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, May 18th, 2023. Thursday, May 18th, 2023. I really do appreciate you so much for coming every day. Thank you so much. It's really nice of you. Uh, bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. Those four words. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, tweet, you'll, you'll see a picture of, of this, this black and white picture of an eye staring at you. Uh, eyes staring at you. Uh, you can tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cy- uh, Cyberclops. Right? You can come fight with me. Uh, on the Twitter. And remember, always remember 
Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. At least that's what it's supposed to do. Uh, I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles. <laughs>